0: Yo, it's AJB4, Scrubville Podcast. So the NBA draft went down Thursday night. Um, To me, I guess I was expecting a few more surprises. Uh, I was paying close attention to my boy, Luca, Don Cheek. And I was really mad when I was watching it because first I thought he was going to go number two uh, overall. But then he went down to number three. And then Atlanta Hawks picked him. So since I live like an hour, I mean, an hour and a half, two hours away, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get to see Luca all the time. And then they were like, oh, no, he gets, uh, the trade gets traded to Dallas. And I'm like, oh, dang. So Trey Young is coming to Atlanta. And then um, and then Luca's going to Dallas Mavericks. So um, I think Mark Cuban's trying to um, find like a replacement uh, to Dirk and to uh, kind of carry on that legacy, which I think is cool. I hope Dirk plays like one more year. I don't think he's made up his mind yet if he's going to play one more season or not. But then they have that Dennis Smith boy, so um, I think they got some they got some good young guns on that team, so that's going to be interesting. Um, but uh, my boy Leandro was not drafted, and the Lakers informed him he won't be invited to their summer league or summer camp or whatever it is. So, to me, like, I saw something, a report from, like, Ramona Shelborn on uh, ESPN, and she was trying to say that that didn't have to do with basketball, so that, you know, fingers point to LeVar, the reason why. To me, that makes no sense. You already have the LeVar Ball problem with him being on the team. I mean, with Lonzo Ball being on the team. So, you know, it's not like, to me, that that problem's going to get really get any worse than it already has. So, and then all you're going to think you're going to do is just hurt Lonzo's feelings. So to me, that don't make sense unless you have clear intentions of getting rid of Lonzo. So I don't know what the Lakers are thinking. I also didn't think it was a good move for them to announce that they, you know, anybody's tradable, especially when you just told last season, told some of these guys that, hey, we're going to be building the franchise around you. Then you turn around and say, oh, anybody's tradable. So even though it's part of the game, part of the business, I don't know, to me, I think the Lakers need to think a little bit better. But, interesting draft, a lot of, you know, a lot going on. Thought it was going to be more surprises, but it was still an interesting draft, so. Okay, so Star Wars, or excuse me, Lucasfilm, uh, Lucasfilm's announced that they're going to pause production on all of the standalone films, so the movies like The Obi-Wan movie, the Boba Fett movie, if they're going to do a solo sequel, all those movies, they said they're putting those on hold. They're focusing on episode nine, and they're focusing on the next trilogy after that, even though it doesn't seem like there was any specification made on whether or not that was Ryan Johnson's trilogy or the other trilogy that's going to be made by the showrunners from uh, Game of Thrones. But, I don't know, to me this is half good, half bad news in my opinion, because I think it kind of shows that Lucasfilm kind of has no clue of why Solo didn't do well. And they're just like, okay, well, that movie did bad, so it must be because it was a standalone film. Let's stop doing those. When I think there was multiple reasons why that movie didn't do good. Uh, Like the release date, uh, the mixed response from The Last Jedi, and a whole bunch of countless things. We could go on all day. So um, I'm interested in what the uh, Game of Thrones showrunners, what trilogy they're going to do. Hopefully they're going to do something like with the Jedi Knights of the Old Republic or something from that time frame. But I think right now they should, well, the first thing they should have done is just cancel Ryan Johnson's trilogy or totally said that they were going to pause that one because he's almost split the core fan base, which is not good. So it doesn't really seem like Star Wars knows you know, what it's doing right now, or Lucasfilm, I think, I think Kathleen Kennedy, nah, Kathleen Kennedy, she's got to go, I'm sorry. I think they should put somebody like a Dave Filoni as kind of like the creative head over there, but I don't see that happening. So, we'll see. So, LeCray and Zaytoven, let the trap say amen. Uh, This is not going to be an official review, this is going to be my first few listens review. Uh, I feel like sometimes we put reviews out too quick and, you know, people will say it's the best thing since sliced bread or the worst thing ever and they only listened to it, you know, once and they were half asleep. So I think sometimes you gotta understand that there's an aspect of songs growing on you and then you realizing some things weren't as good as you thought they were after, you know, time has gone by. But... On my first few listens, I thought that this album was really good and I liked it better than all things work together. And I think that's kind of surprising, but maybe not because I think some of the problems with Lecrae's album is you had heard so many of the songs uh, before it kind of came out. So some of the surprise and the listening experience wasn't as, as pleasant as it could have been. But um like one of those rappers that just can be a chameleon, he can really do like any style. Like, this is that trap style, he sounds perfect on it. Like, on a song like on Church Clothes, when he did The Misconceptions, he fit right in with Braille and those guys. And like, when he did a song with We Live as Kings, he felt he just fit right in. Like, he can do any kind of style. He's just that's just one of his gifts and one of his abilities. Um, there, the some of the songs that stood out to me. Uh, where the was the song fly away with no big deal was looking forward to that because it was really like the only Christian hip hop, uh, collaboration on the project and no big Deal is an up and coming rapper. I feel like that's going to uh, do some big things, but no big deal came correct on the song. we just really like the, um, uh, the content of this song. I feel like Lecrae was just kind of talking about his frustrations, uh, with the industry and then like he's an evangelical fan base and things like like that and the fame and all that. and Just wanting to just get away from it all. So I could really respect what this song was talking about. Um, one of the songs I was really uh, looking forward to was Blue Strips because on the physical version, I don't know if it's on all physical versions, but the physical version that's at where this song is not on there. Um, I can kind of see why after listening to it. Um, not, it's like, he's not cussing or anything on the song, but like he's really talking from the perspective of somebody living that trap and glamorous lifestyle, but they're, you know, they're addicted to it and they love it. So I think songs like that sometimes can be challenging for, you know, somebody that's, you know, not a normal listener of hip hop or Christian hip hop, uh, mainly hip hop. So um, I get, I get kind of why that song was taken off. I get, but it was a dope song, dope production. Like, you could, I, I can, I can see that being played in the club. Let's just say that. Um, you know, like the Get Back Right song. Now after uh, listening to it with the rest of the album, I see why it was the first song. It really set the tone for everything. Um, the song Only Guy Could Judge Me was another song where I felt like he was kind of addressing issues with his critics and things like that but that one had dope production some of the features were pretty surprising like the 24 hours like when I, I remember seeing that like on the track list it's like 24 hours but because you know the song he has is pretty popular with uh Wiz Khalifa and Ty Dolla $ign I believe but you know that was a pretty that was a pretty cool song and the the song was Shy Speaks I didn't never really heard of her but she went in. I, I need to hear more from her because that that was definitely, that was dope. Um, let's see. The song with Walker. Walker came through, and I haven't really heard much from Waka lately. I think he just put out an album a couple of weeks ago, but I haven't listened to it. But he came correct on that song. And on that song, Lecrae was just kind of talking about um, how people would just kind of tell you one side of the game and, like the the pros, but they ain't telling you the cons, and you know you got to tell, you know tell both sides of the story. So that song was, I really like that one, man. Overall, I feel like this is a great pop project um, that can you know, and it reaches that uh, that current sound. Um, so I feel like he should really put a lot of push behind this. Uh, I think it, you know, to me, I just, I don't know, I just, I, don't, I, I just liked it better than all things work together. I don't know, I just. I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't the biggest fan of that album. I liked An- Anomaly a lot when it came out. Um, I like Church Close Three's probably my favorite project from them, and I felt like that's more what all things work together should have been. Even though they kind of had that style, but no, no. I guess like I said, I think so many songs coming out before kind of ruined the experience a little bit for me. But this album is definitely worth li- uh, worth listening to. I definitely recommend checking it out, some really good production, and uh, you can just hear Lecrae in a different element, and he fits right in, so check that out, let the trap say amen. Creed 2, man, I know I talked about it recently, but I'm so excited to the point where I even watched Rocky 3 last night, would've watched Creed, but I watched that recently, but I kind of feel like I know what's gonna uh, happen in Creed 2 or what the storyline is going to somewhat be. So if you think uh, I know what I'm talking about and you don't want to hear any spoilers, this is your time to get the hiccup out of here. Um, I don't know Sylvester Stallone. I just follow him on Instagram. But this is what I think is going to happen. Um, when you pay close attention to the uh, to the trailer, uh, you know you see him getting knocked out in the beginning and then they cut to a scene with him in the hospital. Um, I think this is gonna be his first uh fight with Drago, uh Ivan, you know, Drago's son. And I think in the be- I think in the beginning of the movie, he's gonna fight Danny Stumpman Wheeler from the first film. I think he's gonna fight him, win, then they're gonna show the glitz and the glam, him doing well, his whole family aspect, all that good stuff. Then I think Drago and his son are gonna challenge Creed. He's going to want to fight him, um, even though there might be some aspect with Bianca's health or something. But Rocky's going to decline because of what happened to Apollo in Rocky Four, And, you know, he just doesn't want to see him get hurt, see something happen to him, so he's just going to decline and not train him. Kind of like in uh, Rocky Three when Mickey didn't really want to train Rocky to fight Clever Lane, but, you know, Rocky kind of talked him into it. So I think... Uh, what's going to happen is he's gonna Creed's going to fight Drago first without Rocky. And if you pay attention to the trailer, there's one little uh, short scene where you see Creed walk into the arena, and you see Little Duke um, right beside him, which is Apollo's dad, I mean, Apollo's, excuse me, Apollo's trainer's uh, son. So I think he's going to go in with that team, fight him, get really jacked up, then I think Rocky's going to finally, like, all right, let me train you. Then they're going to go back to basics, and then he's going to whoop that behind. That's that's my predictions. I could be totally wrong, though, so I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if I'm wrong. But I think this, even though it's somewhat of a predictable storyline, because, hey, I'm coming up with it, you know, if, if this were to be true, I still think it can be really good, because I think it's going to call back to a lot of the previous Rocky movies, like 2, 3, and 4. And So it's going to bring that nostalgia, and I think it's going to be something uh, new f- uh, for this newer audience. And um, also, I really feel like from the trailer, it still had that Creed vibe to it and not so much of the Rocky sequel vibe. So I think if it has Rocky sequel vibe storyline wise, but with the fighting and how they're focusing on Adonis, if it has the Creed vibe, I think it'll be a good mesh. So we'll see. I might be wrong, but hey, I'm still looking forward to it.